The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Your gut healing journey begins here. Welcome back to A Gut Feeling. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you hadn't noticed, it's been a few weeks since my last episode. I moved into a new apartment and I was getting all settled and had to take a few weeks off, but it feels so good to be back because I have so much information to bring to you guys to help you on your gut healing journey. Today, we have a special guest. Many, many, many years ago, I met this beautiful human in Cabo when I was living there through another friend. And she said to me, one day I'm going to work with you. And I was like, all right, let's do this. I'm ready for whenever you are. And a few years later, earlier this year, she reached out to begin her gut healing journey. And throughout the process has been so incredible, has shared so much, and is willing to open up and be vulnerable for you guys to share her journey so you know the possibility of healing. So thank you so much, Ale, for being here. We're so happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here as well. Awesome. And it's so funny too, because you actually had a vision you were going to be on the podcast. Yeah? Yeah, that was crazy. I think I was um, traveling somewhere in a plane and I was doing affirmations and journaling and all of these things when I was like really in a dark space. And I remember I was like, okay, when I heal, I'm going to do this. When I heal, I'm going to do this. And you, I mean, not you exactly, but like the podcast was right there. I was like, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to share my story and I'm going to give people hope that they can heal. You know, so it's crazy that we're here to me today. (laughs) Absolutely. Because when you're in the depths of a healing journey, it could feel like, okay, is there any way out of this? Like, am I going to get better? But having that vision sort of probably allowed you to see, oh, there actually is healing available for me. So I just got to keep going. And I think in the middle of it, I was like, you know what? I want to have you on my podcast. And you were like, I'm not ready yet. (laughs) I got to heal a little bit more, right? (laughs) I know I was like no no I'm not ready because obviously we always want to like control and make everything perfect and then I loved your response to me and you were like Ali you don't have to be like fully where you think you're going to be to do this like you are healed and I was like she's right like I am I am healed like I should do this and I just I feel so good to be here it's crazy. 
That's so amazing. And, you know, we're thankful for you opening up, you know, the more we can share stories about people's healing journey, the more we can provide hope for other women that are listening or watching and saying, you know, I never feel like I'm going to heal or my body is doing things against me. And you're living proof that you can get out of that, that you can completely change that. And I want to share a little bit more about how and why, but first let's sort of dive into where you started. Can you walk us through your past healing journey timeline a little bit, share what symptoms you were struggling with in the beginning? Yeah. So it's been a really, really long journey. So if I go all the way back and give you all the details, we would be here for hours. So to just make it a little bit shorter, I mean, it was probably about four and a half years ago that I started suffering with just chronic pain. And it was just a pain that no doctors could identify where it was coming from. Sometimes it would be in my fingers and then my wrist, and then it would go to my elbow, to my shoulder, neck, back. Like sometimes it would travel into my jaw. Like it was basically my whole um, left side of the body, upper body. And after a really, really painful journey with like the Western medical model and doctors and MRIs and medicines and all the treatments in the world that you could think of. I mean, being here in Cabo, because I'm in Cabo right now, um, the medical access to me was a little limited. So I started traveling to the big cities like Guadalajara, Mexico City, even to the States. And I just couldn't find um, anything. Like I couldn't find a cure. I couldn't even get a diagnosis. Like it was just like no one knew what was going on. So it was really hard because as you know, and anyone that can identify living with chronic pain is not living like you are limited in every way. And it's really hard. So I struggled with that for a really, really long time. And then I started to do holistic work and I started to tap into emotions and therapy and somatic experiences and all of the things that you could think of literally. I mean, the amount of stuff that I tried is just crazy. <laughs> but in the part what I found the most relief was definitely in holistic medicine. So I started to feel a little better. I would see improvements. Like I wouldn't heal per se, like I wouldn't be without pain, but I would start feeling better, right? And then um, there was like one big thing that happened and it was that I broke up with an ex, with my ex-boyfriend who I lived together with. And he was amazing. Like he helped me out so much through this entire process. I couldn't have done it without him. And we broke up and I was like in the worst emotional probably moment of my life so far. And my pain and all of my symptoms got really, really bad. And like when I say bad, it's like the worst that they've ever been. And I ended up in bed, not wanting to get up. I started struggling with anxiety, with depression. Like it was just really bad. I had IBS for like six months. Like it was, it was really hard. Um, so then that just completely confirmed what I was slowly finding out, you know, that it was very connected to emotions and to how I took care of my body and everything that was in my control more than it was like on doctors and medicines and external things. So it just confirmed it for me. And I started doing the deeper work into my healing, myself, self-esteem, self-love, all the things. And it was a, also a long journey and it was hard, but I started to see results. 
So then fast forward, um, when that started to get under control, like my chronic pain, I started to live without chronic pain. Then I just started to look at all of the other stuff that were happening in my body. Like I had so many other symptoms that I was dealing with, like foggy brain, memory loss. I was bloated. I thought I had parasites, like all these things that I was like, whoa, I hadn't even noticed like the rest of the things that were happening with my body, which is what led me to you. And then I started talking to you and I was like, Jack, I'm feeling this and this and this and this. And you were like, okay. And I thought it was just from the IBS, remember, that I was like, I think it's just like all the consequences from my IBS. I don't know what's going on. And you were like, it's much more than that. But let's start with this. <laughs> so we started working together. And um, yeah, your program and absolutely everything led me to this moment here. So I don't know if that's enough to share. <laughs> Thank you so much for your vulnerability. We really appreciate it. I'm sure, you know, there are many women listening right now who can 100% relate. I can relate. That's yeah. 10 years ago, me, you know, where you feel like you're on this roller coaster that doesn't end. You're you're getting better. You're getting worse. You're getting better. Oh, all of a sudden a breakup, I get worse. I'm better. All of a sudden, you know, something happens with my friend. Oh, I get better. I get worse. And it, it's a nonstop roller coaster until you really kind of throw a wrench in the rolling wheel and take a deeper look, like you said, holistically at what's going on. And, you know, one of the biggest uncoverings for us was that you were extremely burnt out, but that wasn't obvious. Like you said, you were like, oh yeah, I have gut issues. I have IBS. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm bloated. I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, Allie, actually you are very burnt out. And you were like, what? what's going on? And I was like, if we really manage your burnout, we can see a change in your symptoms. I will say probably 99% of women that come in with gut health issues into my program, the root cause of the reason they're experiencing so many symptoms is because they are chronically burnt out, overstressed, low-grade chronic stress for so many years. And we talked about that because you kind of had those roller coasters that happen for you. So Thank you for sharing that. I know so, 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 so many women, and I'm sure men can relate to that as well. And I know it wasn't easy. And I was only there for a short part of the journey. And um, so I commend you for doing the work and, and, and showing up for sure. You know, we've actually uh, known each other for a long time. Like I said, we, we met in Mexico. And you said you were going to work with me when you felt ready, like one day when I feel ready. Yeah. What made it the right time for you? Because you had all these chronic issues going on. I'm sure you were seeing many practitioners. What made you decide, okay, this is the right direction for me. I'm ready for this to, ta to tackle this on. Well, it was just, honestly, it was my intuition. Like, I feel like the number one thing I've been working on the last couple of years is to touch base with my intuition for her, I call her her, like to tell me mm -hmm. what I need, like what's going on. And I think you even told me this when we started working together, when I was explaining to you what I had. And then I was like, well, but I think this is what I should do because I think this is what's not good for my body. And you were like, you already know, like, you know, you just have to listen to you, right? And I remember thinking about my um, symptoms and I was looking at your stories on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, she can help me. Like, I know she can help me. And as you say, I went through many practitioners. It was like crazy the amount of people I saw. 
I can't even believe it. And all the <laughs> the practices that I went through, it was a lot. But I was like, I really think Jack will help me out with this. I think I just knew the importance of the gut related to the brain and to the overall health. And then it was very general. But then thinking that I could work it through with you, like hand in hand, it was just my intuition saying, go, like start working with her. Don't even think about it anymore. Just do it. And I, that's literally what I did. Amazing. Yeah. Intuition is so huge. I do want to make that point of what Ali's saying is like, your intuition is always there. But when we're overloaded with pain and stress and all these other things, it can be really hard to tap into that intuition. Um, so once we peel back the layers and that intuition is clear, it's really good to listen to it. Like you truly know your body is your own best North star. So really good to listen um, if you get that notion to kind of move in the right direction of your healing. If you ignore it, that's when it becomes difficult. So um, I'm really happy that you did not ignore it and you were able to come on. And we did, you did the Holistic Gut System group program. Uh, so we worked together for about four months inside the program. And now I'm so excited that you're coming to the retreat, the Sedona retreat in October, um, which is going to be just the cherry on top for your healing. For anyone interested in that retreat, the link is below. But you did the four month group program, and you know it was it was a nice container where there were a lot of women, and you get a lot of support. But I really want to talk about your experience inside the program for you personally. What was different for you from what you were doing for your gut before? Like you were doing stuff leading up to meeting with me. Yeah. What changed in the program, and how did that affect you? Well, the program gave me a lot of awareness. I had no idea that I was doing so many things throughout the day that were affecting my health. But it's literally, I didn't know, right? We don't try to do things that are bad for us when you are connected to healing and, and yourself. So it just gave me so much awareness. I remember since literally the chapter one, I was like, oh, okay, I've been doing this wrong. <laughs> and I had no idea. And it's the little, very basic habits that you go through that no one goes through. Like I went to so many doctors and not one of them asked me, what do you have for breakfast? Like no one of them did. So, you know, right. like just the fact that you kind of like walked us hand in hand through the chapters and the little things that you can change without being overwhelming, because if we put them all together, it's a lot. So I started, I think I started like as the day goes by, like it was breakfast and then it was snacking and then it was lunch and then habits in between, then a little bit of journaling and feelings. And then we ended up at like night and then I found out how my night habits were really ruining the night for me. Like it was really hard for me to sleep because I was eating late and I was eating big meals and I was even having a little bit of sugar at night, which is like not a good time to do it. And it all started like the pieces of the puzzle just all started coming together because I was like, okay, I had no idea that all of these little habits, when you put them together, they're messing up my health. And then they're all connected because that's why I wake up feeling like brain fog and fatigue. And I am bloated because I didn't digest dinner because I ate so late. And then even though it was a salad, like it doesn't matter, you know, it was just, I just needed the guidance and your program just helped me through every single step of the way. And then also another thing that I felt like really changed the game for me, and I think you would agree, was when we had that one-on-one -on -one 
because there was a moment over there where I was like, okay, I think I'm doing all of this, but there's still something that it's just not letting me see the light, you know? And then I booked the one-on-one with you. And again, I had no idea that, like I came up, came in with it, sorry, I came in it with one thing and then we just discovered so much more. And that's what really made change for me. And it's the same thing with the program. Like I came in with, oh, okay, I have leaky gut because I had IBS. I want to fix it. And it ended up being so much more than that. And absolutely everything other than probably. (laughs) And then it just guided me step by step. So can you explain in that one-on-one, what was the biggest breakthrough for you personally? Like what was that you, cause you're like, oh, I had this thing I was coming in with and then we just broke it down and it was huge for you, a big shift. What was that breakthrough moment for you on that one-on-one? Well, I think it was just being aware of how burned out I was. As you say, I didn't even know because that's how I had been operating for so long, being in pain and just having to power through. I live by myself. I pay my own bills. I have a job, like everything, right? So you're just on survival mode for so long, like fight or flight. Then you get used to it and you think that that's the normal way to be. And then you're burned out and you don't even know it. So the fact that you were able to make me aware of the burnout was what really changed the game because then I was like, okay, stop. Like, I just need to stop. I need to stop doing and I need to sit down and come out of fight or flight and survival. And I, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have healed. Was that hard for you to come out of fight or flight mode to like stop doing a lot of the things? Cause the biggest thing, you know, just to share with everybody was like, you were exercising every day, going in these exercise classes and working really hard and kind of doing a lot when you were coming home. And sometimes when we operate in that mode, when we operate in that stress mode, it's like human nature for us. We like can't come out of it. So, you know, I'd love to share how it was for you coming out of that. Oh, it was really hard. As you say, like I was used to go, 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 go all the time, every day at all times. And like even thinking that by doing all of these things, I was doing me good, right? I was like, I need to work out and I need to go here and I had to go to the grocery store and this and that and work. And then like all these things when actually it was like, no, you need to not do anything. So it was really hard for me to retrain my brain into, no, actually right now the healthy thing for me, what's going to help me heal is to just stop and not do anything. Like it was just a resistance that I felt and it was immediate, right? Like it took, that took me a while. Like even weeks after I was still like, I have to do, do, do. I was like, no, I don't calm down. Just do one thing. Like, you know, it was just so hard to break that pattern. I was amazed and how long I had been living like that without even seeing it. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I definitely know a lot of women can relate to that too. Just operating in a chronic, like this low grade chronic stress mode that doesn't feel overwhelming, but it's like, why am I always feeling behind? You know? So it was interesting. You were like, I felt like there was this moment like, Jack, what can I do? And I was like, okay, (laughs) we're going to do nothing. Nothing. And you were like, what? I was like, we're going to do nothing. (laughs) I know. I was so uncomfortable. I was like, what do you mean we're going to do nothing? Like that doesn't work for me. (laughs) Oh, and you know, another thing uh, that was really important for my healing journey that came up as we were doing 
that one-on-one and I remember doing a little journaling before that a couple of days and that was intense and again my intuition just kind of like started speaking to me again because as you say like with life we just kind of shut her down and I started to listen to her again and then when you and I were talking I shared with you that I was smoking weed at night like before bed right before bed so that I could calm down calm my nervous system down which now I see and then be able to fall asleep, right? Um, and I developed that addiction because throughout all of those years that I was in chronic pain, none of the meds that I was taking were really taking the pain away. I was in so much pain, especially through the night, and I couldn't sleep because of the pain. So the only way that I really could survive was if I smoked weed or had an edible or some sort of you know, marijuana before bed. I wouldn't do it during the day, but it was just at night. And then I would have that and then it would relax my body and I was able to fall asleep and then just like basically start over again and survive. It was a surviving tool for me, which I don't regret. And I'm really grateful for because it helped me out. But as I also remember you saying this, you were like, it was good until it wasn't right. Like right now it was Mm -hmm. no longer serving me. It was really just like now it was taking away from me. Like it was making me so sleepy. Like my my sleep was all messed up and I would wake up and foggy and tired and just being dependent on it. I couldn't fall asleep without it. So just being aware of that again and knowing that now that tool that was at some point like good for me was now really bad for me. It was not helping my journey. And that one I feel like was a really big one. I don't know what you think. Yes. You went through many lives inside four months, I swear. We like, you know, there was just like a progression every month. You know, watching my clients level up gives me life. I literally love watching them go from level to level. But when they do that, it's extremely uncomfortable. Like you just said earlier, it's extremely uncomfortable. When you hit the next level, some stuff has to fall off. Like literally we're watching and we're peeling back the layers and these layers are just falling on the floor, but they were such a huge part of your past and such a huge part of your story. And so it can be really exhausting doing that and healing at the same time. Like we're uncovering the physical and the mental and the spiritual and the, you know, all these things at the same time in this layer and layer and layer. And it can be really heavy, but you really went through this so softly on yourself. Like you just, I watched you blossom month after month where you just had such a grace about it. And I don't know if you were hiding what was going on, but perhaps you can provide some insight for the ladies on how you what looked like, felt like you had so much grace. Even when you were messaging me, like I had these sleepless nights and I'm I'm really craving going back to smoking the weed or I, I'm having a hard time with my gut today. I'm feeling anxious. What kind of gave you the the motivation and the inspiration to keep going? Well, so what I did is I made a letter for myself. So it was not like a really long one, but it was just like a good, decent letter. And it was just me talking to me 
And I literally just told me what I knew I needed to hear in those moments because I knew they were, they were going to come. Like it was hard. The first couple of weeks were really, really hard. I barely had any sleep. I felt so anxious. Like my body was just craving. Obviously, it's an addiction. Like you're addicted to it and you don't even know it. But I think it was it was weird. It was on one side, I wanted to smoke weed. But on the other side, I was happy that this was happening because it made me see how addicted I was to it. And I didn't even know. And I was like, this is an addiction. Therefore, it's no longer good for me. So I don't know how it, you know, it like provided more awareness into like, I need to stop. Like if I didn't know, I know now. Like I know now that this needs to stop. Like I can't keep doing this to my body. And then I wrote a letter to me saying like, Ale, whenever you feel like you need to smoke weed again because of this and this and this. And I just literally like maybe what you and I chatted about and a little more about my journaling was like, this is no longer serving you. Like if you want to move forward in your healing journey, if you want to have a full good night, eight hours to night of sleep and then, you know, wake up feeling like this. I just I was like, just push through. You don't need to at least do it for today. Like literally like AA, very basic just for today. And yes. I remember I went back to the letter for maybe, I don't know, like three or four nights of those two weeks that were really hard. And I read it and I was like, okay, I just have to get through the night, like just the night. And then I would like <laughs> go to bed and put mantras and sense like my essential oils and hug my dog and pet her and just, you know, try to divert the attention from it. And it worked, but I think it was because I wanted I wanted it to work. I wanted it to to stop. I wanted to heal. It was, you know, it was willpower coming from I want to heal, which is what has been driving my path all along. That was beautifully put. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's it's just beautiful to see. And, you know, one of the things that's like I noticed when you were talking is, okay, you're burnt out during the day. So you need to smoke the weed at night to go to sleep, but then in the morning you would wake up and be tired. So you'd have to start that cycle all over again. So with taking the element of the marijuana out, you were forced to do the other work. Like you had to, there was no way around it. Cause it was like, well, I can always just like smoke weed and go to bed. But the, without that, you almost had to slow down because you were like, wow, if I don't, I'm going to keep needing this element to chill myself out. And so there were many, many days in a row where I had you like, okay, the only thing you can do is walk on a beach. The yeah. only thing you could do is lay down and, and read or any of these things where we had to like really like force you, put an elephant on you almost to to slow down and taking these elements out. That was not easy but I am so proud of how you moved through that. It was really amazing. And I want to share now how your life has changed because we've kind of been in yeah. the story and everything that's gone on. And I want people to understand where you are now and how things have changed. We're going to do that right after this short break, after this message. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, 
a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we're back and everybody wants to know, where is she now? Like what has changed in your life and what has resulted from all this work? Quitting marijuana, slowing down, healing your gut, changing your food, changing your morning routine, changing your night routine over the course of some time. What's different? I know it's crazy. Now that I look back, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of change. You're right. Everything changed in four months. Well, right now I am... I just feel happy. I am joyful. Like I, I, you know, I just feel positive again. I am like, I healed. I wake up every morning. I have a little affirmation journal and I'm just like, I healed. Like I've been writing, I healed for so long and it just makes me happy. I am not longer uh, with a foggy brain. I'm no longer with memory loss. Like I feel sharp. I have energy in the mornings. It w- I would have to go through three cups of coffee in the morning just to be able to start like writing emails and connect and everything. And right now it's like, I wake up and I'm good. I have energy. I'm ready to go. Like I don't need the coffee anymore when I used to need it or I wouldn't be able to function. You know, the bloating, I would eat anything. It doesn't matter what it was. And I would get bloated. And right now it's like, I know what food is good for me. When do I need to eat it? I don't get bloated anymore. My digestion's good. You know, I know this is a safe space to say that I am pooping in, you know, a great way two times a day. Yes, we love good poops on a gut feeling. You know, I mean, I was able to obviously stop smoking weed. Now I'm on normal, regular eight-hour sleeps cycle. And it's just, I mean, where do I begin, Jack? (laughs) I know. (laughs) That was amazing. Yeah, no, it's. it sounds like things have drastically changed for you. What do you feel like? Um, what do you feel like were the the three biggest changes, like actual actions that you took? Let's say outside of like quitting weed, because that's a big one. Yeah. But let's let's talk about three maybe simple changes that you made that were game changers for you to feel less bloated and to feel like you were having solid BMs and all that stuff. Well, it was changing the mornings and going back again to the coffee. 
So I feel like the way that I was eating in the morning and starting my day was not serving me. I would just fast and do workouts and not eat anything until like 11 a.m. or something like that. And then I would have a lot of coffee in an empty stomach. So I just found the biggest change for me to be like, what's the first thing in the morning that I'm doing? So just having a good breakfast that has protein. And then if I have a cup of coffee, leave it at the end of my breakfast and eating, you know, nutritious snacks before I work out, just changing the morning was really important for me. I started to see changes in my energy levels and in everything right after that. So that was one. And then the second one was my night routines. Like the fact that I was eating heavy dinners so late at night, having sugar and not, you know, not being aware because I would just eat watching TV, not paying attention to my meal. And I actually found that I was just eating so fast, like in a, you know, in this constant go, go, go mode, the way that I was eating was the same. Like I would just sit down and just go, 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 and then be done and throw the plate. And then I was just like, no, like slow down. You don't need to watch TV. Look at your food and chew your food and eat slowly, you know, be mindful of the times where you are eating. Like those two were big changers for me. Amazing. I feel like I could have a whole program just on what women do when they wake up to the point where they actually eat their first meal. You know, so many women come in and actually almost every woman comes into my program drinking coffee on an empty stomach, skipping breakfast, not having enough hydration in the morning. And from that one change, we can see a whole different digestive system going on where their bowel habits get better, their bloat is reduced, they don't feel so tired and crash in the afternoon. I know that's something you are experiencing. And their energy improves. And then they're hungry in the morning. Their hunger cues are back and they're like, wow, I haven't woken up hungry in forever. But now I can do that. And it's so amazing just from those simple, simple changes. So just goes to prove that, you know, sometimes when people think, oh, I have to start a program, I have to start a diet or it's going to be restrictive or it's going to have all this stuff. No, it's really about getting you to take on less toxic triggers and actually eat more. You're probably eating more than you ever have in your in your life. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm always hungry now because I mean, I wake yeah. up and I'm hungry and I eat. And then a few hours later, it's like my my metabolism is like, here we are. We were asleep for so yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge change. Morning and night. If I can work on morning and night with people, oh, yeah. life can change uh, really, really quickly. And and just to to share with everybody, do you find this stuff sustainable for you? Like this is something you could do for five years, 10 years down the road, or does it feel like a a, a short-term thing? Oh, no. I feel like this is just me now. Like I will always be aware of these things and I will always try to like, these are my new habits. I, this is how I want to live my life now. I don't think a short period of time and then going back to my old ways would ever even be possible now. (laughs) Yeah. 
Amazing. Awesome. Well, I am so proud of your journey and obviously so proud of you for showing up and doing the work. I wish I could have like, there were so so many moments in the program where I wished I could have just given you a big hug in person because I'm like, oh, I know this is such a hard day for her. And I'm like with her, I would just pray and like send you good vibes because I know there were really, really hard. But I'll get to give you the biggest hug when we reunite and you come to Sedona for the retreat in October. What made you decide to sign up for the retreat? Well, I just felt so good after the program and I could see that so much change had happened in me. I was like, these were the final pieces of the puzzle. Like, this is the road that I needed to take. And I just didn't want it to be over. I was like, I want to continue to work with you and the program and other girls and go to this amazing experience at Sea Retreat that it's just everything that I want to do. <laughs> And then also, like in Cabo, I work in seasons. So it's high season and then it's low season, right? So high season was when all of this was going on. And I was like, go, 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 because I have so much work. And it was really hard for me not to be burnt out, right? So I was able to come out of burnout and now I'm in low season. So it's easy to stay not being burnt out, right? So I was like, I need tools to not go there again. And this is exactly what your retreat is about. So I'm going to your retreat. And then right after that, high season starts for me. So I was like, this will not happen to me again. (laughs) (laughs) Never again. I will never be burnt out. No, that's amazing. Um, Yeah, we're really excited to have you. There's going to be so much support and love and and just like nourishment that's going into this retreat. Again, if anybody wants to learn more about it, you can click on the link below. And, you know, I'm beyond excited for you to experience it. One of the things that people ask me a lot or will, you know, question is I'm, I'm actually going into a stressful season of my life or high season for work, or I have a lot of things coming up. I have a lot of events coming up. This feels like a bad time and they try to wait for the right time. But the truth is it's better to go through this journey when you're in the bad time because you can see how much better it was for you to go through the hard time with support versus doing it in a low season and then just testing it out when shit hits the fan, you know? So it's much better to actually take the jump, take the leap and do it when it's hard or when it's not the right time instead of waiting for the perfect time. Because of course, there's never going to be a perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There won't be a perfect time. And actually, like I shouldn't probably be traveling in that month right before high season because I should be prepping for it. And I was like, you know what? This is me prepping for high season. That is you prepping for it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That is me prepping for it mentally, physically, all the things. So I was like, this will be better for me and my clients, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, go back to that. 100%. There are a lot of women struggling for hope in their chronic illness. So again, I thank you for sharing your journey, but what would be the one thing that you would tell a woman that is listening or watching that is struggling like you were in your journey? I would say don't give up. I think the fact that I never gave up and there were so many moments where I could have just given up and just be like, you know what? There's no cure. That's it. I'm done. Um, Don't give up keep going and it's a hard path but if you are persistent and you show up for you there is light at the end of the tunnel there's no way out but through like all of these phrases that you could say but it's really just don't give up keep going 
Mm -hmm. Yes. That's so beautiful. I got chills when you said that. It's so true. You know, if you're listening and you're struggling, you're hearing this podcast, you can hear in Allie's journey that she just didn't give up. She just kept trying thing after thing and knowing there was an end for her at some point and trusting that process. And that is the first step into a healing journey is trusting the process. It's truly trusting that, you know, you know, your body is designed to heal no matter what. And it just needs the opportunity. And sometimes we have to use coaches for an opportunity. Sometimes we can do it by ourselves, but either way, if you don't have trust for that process, you will not get there. So got to keep trying, don't give up and keep trusting that process the whole time. Is there anything else that you want to share to anyone listening or anything you want to share for you or anything else you have to say? Well, I would just encourage um, to anyone listening to it, to this podcast that has or is in chronic pain to, you know, try to think outside of the box and go within to try to find a cure. Because I think the hardest part for me was that I spent so much time going outside of me to other doctors and medicines and treatments and all of these alternatives that I was trying that just made it so much harder, you know? So I would just say, go within, go with you, touch base to your emotions and all of this holistic world that's out there. Because really, 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 I believe firmly and confirm in personal experience that that's the way to go. Beautiful. We love that. Go within, trust the process, listen to yourself, trust your intuition. All really good points for anybody who is out there and needs some hope today. If you are interested in doing the program that Ale did, it is called the Holistic Gut System Group Program, and you can book a call through the link below. It's a free complimentary call where we can connect, talk face-to-face, and decide the right action plan for you, just like Ali and I did. And as we went through, you know, we stuck to that plan and made and also made many pivots along the way to get her to where she needed to be. The truth is, is that my program does have a foundation, but bio-individuality is so important. What I did for Ali, I didn't do for any other woman in the program, every single woman had a different path. So she had her own path. Every other woman on there in the program had their own path. And that's why the the bio-individuality, the personalization works. So go ahead and book that call below if you're interested in having your own success journey. And again, thank you so much, Allie, for vulnerably sharing, for opening up for all these women and for doing the work. Oh, thank you, Jack, for showing up for all of us women in our healing journeys and doing so, so lovingly. I love you. I can't wait to see you. I love you too. I can't wait to see you too. It's soon. We got the three-month countdown, so I will see you soon. And thank you guys so much for listening to A Gut Feeling. If you love this episode and you want to leave a little review, please do so. And don't forget to subscribe so you get all new episodes right to your inbox. We'll see you guys next time. Happy healing.
I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.